Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. Welcome back, networkers, to another episode of the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the Reluctant Networker, and with me is my co-host, Debbie Peters, the networking guru, and the apple queen of Ohio. Uh, <laughs> also my mom. Hi, I want to be the I want to be the apple princess. The apple princess. Okay. <laughs> Is your freezer full yet? Uh well, because you were here this past weekend and you took some, you know, some applesauce. We took what four or five little cartons of applesauce. Yeah, there's I I probably have room for 10. <laughs> <laughs> and just out of curiosity, you say, you always say you process about a half a bushel at a time. Yeah. How much does a half a bushel of, of apples make in applesauce? It, it, well, because my apples are, um, they have personality. They're organic. <laughs> They're organic. <clears throat> I would get, I usually get somewhere around five quarts from a half a bushel of apples because I have to cut out you know, the wormy spots and okay. blah, blah, blah. Well, you, you cut out the wormy spots, you just all throw it all in there and mash it down. And... No, because you're a vegetarian. <laughs> you already told me that these things are not vegetarian. It's... <laughs> well, maybe, you know, just tiny bits. <laughs> Well, I, I will don't let that scare you off. If you have a chance to get some of my mom's applesauce, get it because it's the best. Grandma's applesauce is always the best. The kids love it. We go through those pretty quickly, actually. <laughs> That's good. That's good because there's a lot of apples still out there. They're still out there. Okay. I, mean, well, I was going to make applesauce this morning, but then you made me do podcasts. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's that retirement is hard work. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are once again doing one of our mom and me's uh, because we love to have just these chats about uh, networking concepts that that come up in our our lives and sometimes experience. Uh, today we're going to be talking about, uh, in fact, just recently in our class we had our our module on the different types of networking groups, um, and there are six different types, and we're not going to go into them right now, but one of them is the uh, referral group. It's a, a formal uh, referral passing group. Uh, what, what, do we, what do we call it specifically? Is, it, is that what we call it now? Because we used to call it a closed networking. I think it's, I, I don't remember. I, <laughs> I didn't have to teach it, so I didn't have to review it. Okay. <laughs> so I guess I should have been the one remembering. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, this is a referral group similar to like BNI or any of these. Uh, it's, it's a closed group, which... It's a membership group. You have to join it. Um, and the whole purpose of it is to pass business back and forth. And only one of each occupation is represented in the group. Right. So that's uh, just, just to give everybody the definition of what we're working with here. And we're going to talk today a little bit about how you can, how you can more successfully choose such a group uh, if that's uh, the direction you want to take your networking. Um, and I guess uh, we were talking about this earlier that the very first thing you have to decide is, is this even the right type of group for you? Right. And, and two things to think about, first of all, um, is your, you know, knowing what your target market is. And if your target market is women, then uh, <laughs> you need to do a little work on that. <laughs> so having a defined narrow target market will help you to choose the right networking group. So you can take a look and say, 
okay, um, is my target market here or are my referral sources here? You know, opportunity for referrals. So and that was um, that was a mistake that I made. You know, I joined a a uh, a group. It was called uh, Action Net. Yeah. Um, and it seemed like a great group. They, you know, seemed very friendly, very welcoming, and the time schedule worked for me. But I didn't pay attention to my target market and whether anybody else there even served my target market. And I was there for eight or nine months, and. I mean, I, you know, I, I know it takes a while for before people are going to be able to pass referrals to you. And that's something we wanted to emphasize very much so is that, you know, when you join these things, don't expect to get results necessarily in the first two months. It's just not right. going to happen. Um, but after eight or nine months, I not only didn't see any results, but I also, I mean, like when I gave my presentation, part of what these groups is you give a, a longer presentation usually about you and your business to educate them. Um, I, I said, you know, here's my, uh, my um, 52 connection tips program. I would love it if you'd sign up for that. No one signed up for it. So it was like, okay, I, I obviously missed, missed a, a cog here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, is your target market even, you know, hanging out at all or uh, referral uh, possibilities? And then the second thing you have to take a look at is, does it fit your personality? Because structured networking groups are structured. Very <laughs> they, structured. Yeah. They, yeah. Usually, they, I, they almost have a script that they yeah. follow. Yeah. They, uh, you know, usually have an agenda that they follow each week um, or every other week where, where some of the groups you um, typically will, at least the good ones will have an attendance policy. I know that there are structured networking groups that don't have an attendance policy, but usually they don't. Um, succeed in the end that you know you, you hear about they just gone, gone off into the wild blue yonder because when people don't have to show up they don't mm-hmm. <laughs> and if they're not showing up you know you don't have you, you're not developing the relationship so you have to take a look at is this structure is does it does it fit me does it fit my personality because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than you know being I hate this or you know this is stupid every week yeah <laughs> Well, especially, yeah, I know with BNI, uh, you were a, a member of BNI for 26 years and, and, and widely considered one of the more successful members of, of BNI. Um, but it was every single week. Uh, and, yeah. and usually, if you were not a morning person, many of them meet. Most of them uh, here in um, the Toledo area, we have both morning, lunchtime, and, and late afternoon uh, chapters. But uh, because I did work in Cleveland, I know the Cleveland area BNI director only has morning chapters. He does mm. not allow any other times. Wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, more, more, for people who are not morning people, they're usually either seven or seven thirty meetings. And <laughs> if if you're still snoozing at those times, it's not a good thing. No. Getting up one time a week for that, you, you can start getting some resistance to that. <laughs> yeah. What you know? What's interesting though, being in BNI for 26 years, I've seen a lot of new members come in and go out. Um, people who come in who you know are visiting and say, you know, how do you do this early hour? And then if they decide to apply for membership and become a member, I, I watch them evolve into morning people. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, maybe, maybe so, so we can think of it as a self-improvement process. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. So we've, we've determined that, uh, this group has potential for us and that we are the type of person that would match well with this group. Um, what's sort of the next step? So I, um, many people would say, well, go visit the group, but I think a better next step is to, uh, they're probably list their members online or at least the leadership online, the members who are the president or the leader, whatever that's called. And uh, I would call or, you know, reach out to a member and say, hey, you know, I see that you're a member of XYZ group, and I'm, I'm interested in checking it out. I would love to sit down and chat with you and find out, you know, why you like it, you know, anything I need to know before I actually visit. Would you be willing to do that? And um, hopefully 10, count, 10 times out of 10, the person will say yes. Now, they might say no if they're going on vacation or something like that. But if they say, no, I, I don't want to do that, then that's a red flag. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Especially since most of these groups, you get you get extra credit points for bringing in guests. So why wouldn't they want to meet with you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so hopefully they will want to meet with you and just say, you know, tell me a little bit about the personality of the group. How long have you been a member? You know, what are your results? Um, what, what did you hope to get? What are you actually getting? Um, why, you know, is there anything that you would change, you know, so kind of get the lay of the land before you decide, yeah, I think I'm going to, you know, give some of my time and make a visit. Um, so if, if in fact, after that meeting, hopefully the member that you meet with will invite you to be their guest, they'd mm -hmm. be smart if they would, uh, if they don't, I would, you know, again, I would reach out to the, if, if it was the leader that didn't invite you, shame on them. But um, <laughs> if you were just meeting with a member and you know they didn't invite you, I would reach out to the leadership and say, I would like to visit because it just gives them a heads up. They know to expect you. They know to welcome you, hopefully. And um, go and visit. Find out what it is, where it is, because sometimes groups have moved their location and they didn't <laughs> and update their website or whatever. They didn't update their website. And so you're, there you are at seven o'clock on Thursday morning at, you know, some church that no one's, no one's going to. There's, there's, there's no other cars in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know about you, but you know, those are the times when you don't have anyone's cell phone or whatever. Of course, which yeah. actually that might be something to do is, is get someone's number just in yeah. case. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then when you're at the meeting, uh, you know, obviously talk to the person that invited you, but um, if they're a good member, they're going to be introducing you to other members. If they're not, and they may just not, they just may be awkward, don't be afraid to reach out and introduce yourself to other members and say, you know, I'm, I'm visiting, tell me what I need to know. You know, are there any, any hidden things about the agenda that I should, you know, be aware of? And in fact, that would be a good question for you to ask when you're meeting with the member. If you've decided to um, come go, go visit a meeting, say, okay, give me the lay of the land and tell me what I need to know so I don't look like an idiot at the meeting. Yeah, well, because some groups have, you know, they'll yeah. do a card passing or they'll do, I, I remember going to a group one time um, and I did not do my homework ahead of time, shame on me. 
Um, and I showed up there and they said, oh, uh, yeah, by the way, you're going to need 25 of your cards because we do a card passing process. And I was I, you know, I don't carry a lot of cards. I might carry three or four because as we talked about in a, in a recent podcast, I only hand them out if someone asks for them. Right. Well, I ended up missing out on a good chunk of my networking because I was I was writing. They gave me some blank cards ah. to fill out. So and again, this was very early in my networking career. I should have just said, you know, don't worry about that, you know, because as we both know, card passing is not particularly effective. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but still, you know, knowing knowing the activities that you might run into and how to prepare for them is a good plan. Yes. And also confirm the starting and the ending time of the meeting uh, and to make sure that you're not walking in as they've already started the meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing yeah. worse than thinking that the meeting started at 730 instead of seven. And then you walk in and, you know, all eyes are on you. Like, oh, yeah, oh. yeah. You don't you don't feel too, too much out there. Well, and, and understanding because most of these have, a, 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 you, you know, go around the circle and everybody gets to do their they don't call them commercials anymore or some of them it's still called, do. yeah it's it's your um weekly presentation yeah your your education moment or or whatever yeah. sales um, manager minute but but you need to you need to know how long those are yeah uh, because or, they can they can vary between 30 and 90 seconds and yeah. you know no go in prepared don't just ramble um and and uh uh know when it's going to be your time as a guest you might not have that opportunity or they might put you at a different time just being aware of those situations can make you a lot more comfortable and more effective yeah so um doing all that and then just you know kind of taking a gut check of the meeting um and if so if it feels good i would recommend going back a second time Mm -hmm. to make sure that it wasn't the best meeting ever that they had (laughs) that it'll never happen again (laughs) or conversely if you had a it was you know you're not sure about it there were some nice people but it just you're on the fence certainly go back a second time because maybe maybe the president wasn't there and maybe it was the vice president running the meeting who doesn't normally do it Mm -hmm. and so it may have been a little awkward you know because they're, they're just new at it. They haven't had their. They, they haven't developed their pattern at it. Yeah. Um. And I, I think uh, we, we were talking about, uh, you know, paying attention to sort of some of the other uh, things, which would be like uh, a budget. How much is this going to cost on a regular basis? And not just in in dollars and cents, but but time and energy as well, because it's not just the meeting. Right. So most most. Uh, strong or, or um, structured networking groups suggest that you meet outside the meeting with the members to because you know when you're in the meeting when you're in a group meeting you're not easily developing a relationship it's moving along very slowly but if you can meet individually with the members then it it increases the the pace of the relationship development mm-hmm. so most groups recommend that you do that so you've got, you know, whether the meeting is an hour, hour and a half, you've got that each week. And then if you're meeting outside the meeting, you know, coffee, it's going to be an hour, another hour. And if you're meeting more than one person, it's another hour. So there, you know, right there, you've got uh, three and a half hours that you're dedicating. Do you have the time on your schedule or are you too busy? And well, also, and, you, and it's, it's even more than that because it's all the travel time in between. I mean, unless you're doing yeah. virtual, there's, I mean, it can be five, six hours a week you're talking about. Well, because you you need to develop referrals for your fellow members too. So 
that takes time to do that. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think the time budget is probably the more important thing, although certainly each one of these groups will have, most of them will have a membership fee. Um, some, are, some are free, um, but again, you know, it depends on the support level that you want. Um, do you want a lot of training? Do you want, you know, a, a very robust group? Then probably you're going to have to pay some sort of a membership fee. Well, but then and, again, and some of them have weekly fees as well because of their yeah, location. like a room fee. If they're, you know, uh, most of the BNI chapters are now back meeting in person, um, but you know, the room fee. If if they're serving breakfast, you know, obviously the room fee is going to be probably fifteen twenty dollars a week on top of what your membership is. And yep. then if you're meeting outside the meeting to meet someone, you're going to pay for coffee, which is now what is it, seven or eight I, or I, nine. Yes, is it? It's one hundred and twenty-five dollars, I think, now for a, a cup I know. of coffee. <laughs> Speaking of, yesterday I bought bacon. You bought bacon, okay? Bacon, you know, a regular package of bacon. And as I was checking out, I noticed on the display that it was like nine thirty-nine for one thing of bacon. Almost ten bucks for bacon almost 10 bucks. And so I asked the cashier, I said, is that right? <laughs> and she said, yeah, that's what it rang up. And so I didn't say anything. And she said, I'll do a price check on it. Well, I'm thinking and you're using, you're using the same machine to do the price check, but you know, maybe she used a different switch to a different system, whatever. She said, well, I'm going to let you have it for this. Cause this is ringing up at $11. It's on sale. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, sometimes being a vegetarian pays off. You know? Well, I don't know how much because I, I have a coupon that I always keep getting from Kroger for your bacon. It's not yeah. free, but. All right. So uh, what other things do we need to know in order to be successful with a structured networking group like this? You mean you don't want to talk about bacon anymore? Uh, I'm not sure that. Well, we can talk as long as we want, but I may have to edit it out later because I'm not sure how much our listeners want to hear okay. stories about so, bacon. <laughs> So what else you need to know is exactly what's expected of you if you become a member. So, you know, our, do some groups will have a requirement as to production, like, you know, the number of referrals. BNI has a recommendation that you meet with, you know, one, I think one member a week and a recommendation that on average one referral per week, but it's not a, you have to do this. Right. Um, B&I measures everything, which I think is good because then it holds people accountable. So you want to think of, you know, if you have a four week month, then you probably want to think about, well, how can I bring four referrals to my group? And that that's a little concerning for most people that are new and joining and should be for you because that's the object. So when I know when in my membership, in my 26 years of membership, when I was talking with a visitor and they would say, I'm worried about whether I'll be able to give referrals. I knew that they were going to be the perfect member. <laughs> <laughs> if they said, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get enough referrals from this group. I knew that they were not going to be the perfect member. So, um, you know, the usually you, you get a mentor or you could ask, do you provide a mentor to help me, you know, learn the ropes? Cause these groups have all the ins and outs and hidden stuff that, help you to be more successful. And it's nice if someone tells you about it as opposed to you having to learn it all by yourself. 
Well, so, I, I think also taking a look at how often does it meet. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes I, I, you know, you think, oh well, this one only meets every other week. I think I can manage that. But the problem with every other week is if you miss one, suddenly it's a month in between, and it's, yes. it's it becomes much more problematic. Whereas the weekly ones, that's great if you can manage it. But if you've got a lot of disruption in your schedule or irregular schedule, it's much more difficult to make those every week ones. So it's that's definitely a consideration as well as whether the the personality of the group, you know, that, that level. I know that one of them up here called CirrusNet, they meet three or four times a month. Oh. So they have, they have a couple of weeks off uh, during oh. any given month uh, or a week or, or, or a couple of weeks, depending. Um, and apparently that seems to work for them because they've got, they keep opening new chapters. So. <laughs> But, Interesting. Uh, but yeah, you, those are all issues that you need to pay attention to, to make sure that this is going to fit you, your schedule, your budget, uh, making sure that you can serve the group and the group can serve you. I mean, it's, it's, those are all issues, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, if at that point, after you visit it a second time and you have a really good feeling, that is when I suggest that you then say, how do I go about applying? Because usually these groups, most if, if they're a good group, they have an application process. Yeah. If they're a group that may or may not be good, they just are taking anyone that will come to them. Mm. And so you want to think about that. Am I just going to have anyone that's breathing become a member and maybe, you know, change the culture? Or do we have an actual vetting process? Well, and the size of the group can make a difference too. I mean, if you've only got 15 people in the group, that really limits your referral uh, source pool. Yeah. But exactly. the, you can go the exact opposite. If there are 70 people in the group, you can kind of get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. BNI, um, as, as I said, BNI keeps all kinds of statistics. And they found that chapters that had, um, when they went from 29 to 30 members, referrals would, I think, triple, as I remembered. Wow, so it's, so a, it's, one, like, it's a phase change moment tipping, or something. Yeah, the, the tipping point was at 30. And I and 40, that it would be, you know, even the exponentially even more. Um, and, you know, many of the international chapters for me and I have 70, 80, 90, 100 members, and they get it done in an hour and a half. It's oh, very I mean, structured. I was going to say, that's going to be really, I mean, you literally have 20 seconds and they cut you off. <laughs> yeah. And, and instead of one person giving a presentation there, they have two per week. And so you get four or five minutes for your presentation. Mm -hmm. But, um, and these are countries that are, you know, it's like um, India where people are traveling 75, 80 miles to get to a 7 a.m. meeting because in many of the foreign countries, uh, they don't have networking like we do here in the States. Hasn't spread as far as it has. Yet. Hasn't, no, yeah. And they're paying um, many times almost double, their membership fee is almost double what we're paying here in the States. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot that goes into this then. It's, it's not just a, you don't just show up and go, oh yeah, this seems like a neat group. Really, really consider this carefully. It can be a huge payoff as you've experienced. Yes. Um, but if you aren't careful and you don't 
recognize the time and, and effort involved, you can end up having a year of wasted time. Um, and, and, but be aware also, it does take time. Yes, and depending on what you do um, and, and how much you charge. Like for us, uh, it, it would take a, a while for us to be in a group because our membership or our um, tuition for our 10 week class well, I don't think it's that expensive. It's, you know, it's under $2,000, but still for many people, they would have to think twice before they're going to, you know, invest that much money as opposed to like a chocolate shop that has a $25 box of chocolates or a florist that you might be able to buy a, you know, a, a, a bouquet for 30 bucks. Yeah. It's, it's not a, you know, it's not a life ender if it's, um, if it's not what you wanted. Yeah, yeah, you have to you pay attention to the the risk levels in, involved in whatever it is that you are your goods or services that you are providing. So right, all right. Well, I think we've uh, delved into that pretty deeply. But uh, if anyone has any other questions or comments, we would love to hear more from you. So uh, do please uh, post it on our Facebook pages. The information is in the uh, show notes. Um, you know, if, if you are if you or a friend are considering this, do please share it with them because they they might need to know this information before they they dive in willy nilly. Um, and of course, so we do come back every single week. So do subscribe because uh, we don't want you to miss out on us. So until next time, go out and make some great connections. Take care, mom. See you, Greg. I'm gonna go make some applesauce. Okay. <laughs> You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about our new virtual training programs, go to connectnation.com.